Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Q2 Music. You're listening to LPR Live, a podcast from Q2 Music that gives you an all-access pass to New York City's iconic underground club, Le Poisson Rouge. I'm John Schaefer. Tonight, we'll hear two pianists, Bruce Brubaker and Francesco Tristano, taking on the music of Philip Glass in an entirely new fashion. Brubaker is an American experimentalist, known for his performances of music by John Adams, Meredith Monk, and especially Philip Glass. His former student, Francesco Tristano, alternates his time between performances of composers like J.S. Bach and Luciano Berrio with beat-driven electronic dance music. On the glass piano versions, the two of them color passages from Philip Glass's piano music with free improvisation, ambient music, and live electronic beats. We join Brubaker and Tristano backstage at Le Poisson Rouge to discuss the ideas behind the glass piano versions. I'm Bruce Brubaker. I play music. Uh, I am Francesco Tristano, and I also play music. <laughs> it's good. I don't know. You know, I don't like any of the words anymore, so yeah. it's a problem. I sure don't like the word composer, so that's... With a capital C. That's, oh, that's yeah. done. Over. That's over. That's... I think Philip has been a big influence on practically everything about music, actually, and uh, especially more and more you see the influence of uh, what he's done uh, as, as becoming a kind of basic part of musical language. You know, as that's happened, I think the music has really started to live in, in a way that is a little different than when it was mostly just him playing it. And he's really interested in that. So if a piece is only played by one person, then in a certain way that music hasn't started its life yet and that it only really gets going after a lot of people start to look at it and inevitably they find new paths through it. And, and that's a good thing. When I was at school, I basically really didn't find any point of reference with, with my official teachers because uh, what was asked of a classical pianist was not what I could or what I wanted to give. So I really wanted to play very old music and very new music and people didn't really, or my teachers didn't really uh, respond to that except one guy, um, my mentor. Do you like if I call you my mentor? I, I never think, understand that word, I but think, yeah, it's you a can great word. say whatever you want. I, I've been saying that. Um, who really told me, you know, you should keep doing what you do. And, um, and this was 15 years ago, and I'm, I'm still doing it. So, and that's about at the time where, when I started to uh, be really in touch with electronic music. I mean, I've been listening to it before, but in around the year 2000, I started to really dig into it and start buying synthesizers. what I do. I mean, you know, I, I think really the, um, the only difference, the only real difference between what you might call dance music and what you might call classical music really is the instruments. Because it's uh, in one part you have electronic instruments and on the other hand you have acoustic instruments. And that's about all the difference I can see. Uh, 
you have rhythm in both, you have melody and harmony in both, you have sound color in both. So really electricity is the difference. My part is going to be mostly improvised, except uh, I'm not even sure how much piano I might be playing because I have a whole bunch of processing uh, devices, I have a couple of synthesizers, and I have parts of the remixes from the, from the remix album chopped up. So those will be coming in again. You know, the fact is most people's experience of music is, is recorded sound, and so the kind of detail or the kind of intimacy that you have when you're listening to almost every recording, uh, it's a hard experience to come close to in a large room, so uh, why not help a little bit? Why not um, kind of use those two things? So I think some of the social distinction between, you know, yeah, pop music is amplified and classical music is never amplified, I, I think that is sort of going or maybe gone. Yeah, yeah, totally. When you amplify a piano, maybe it's not about projecting the sound into the hall, but maybe really bringing the audience into the resonance of the piano. So it's like we're not projecting the sound into a huge hall, but we're really trying to bring the audience kind of like half a meter from the strings. Yeah, the, the pianist, and we both, I think you have a CD, right? We, we bought a CD when it came out. I don't know if they're going to play it in order, of, or the actual CD, or if they're going to veer off the CD. I assume they're going to, but um, I don't know, I'm, I'm excited. And now, here's music from the glass piano versions performed by Bruce Brubaker and Francesco Tristano. Thank you. 
That was music from The Glass Piano Versions, performed by Bruce Brubaker and Francesco Tristano. This episode of LPR Live was produced by Curtis McDonald and Hannes Brown, with executive producer Alex Ambrose. Subscribe to LPR Live wherever you get your podcasts, and listen to our 24-7 stream of the best in new music at q2music.org.